Welcome to A Higher Word, where Father Graby discusses topics of faith and culture we face in our everyday lives. Hi, everyone. I'm Father Graby, and welcome back to A Brief Word. As we continue to make our way through our meditation on the Holy Rosary, we're going to talk right now about the sorrowful mysteries, you know, the, the mysteries of our Lord's saving passion and death. We, we begin with his agony in the garden. You know, our, our Lord's on, on the eve of his passion, and he's not just recoiling at the prospect of, of the absolute torture he's about to undergo, which would cause anyone to, to tremble with fear. But he also knows on a divine level, you know, he's taking on all the sins of the world, every sin that every person, you and I and everyone, have ever committed. He sees each one of them in all of their infinite offense against God and takes them all on himself. And, and the horror of that, the guilt of that, it, it causes him to sweat blood. You know, and as, as we enter into these sorrowful mysteries, we, we join our Lord in the garden, you know, not falling asleep like Peter, James, and John did, but, but there with him. And we have to ask ourselves, you know, does our Lord, is he more sorry for our sins than, than I am? Of course he is because he's God and, and, and can have that sensitivity that, that we're just not capable of. But, you know, how casually we can treat our sins. You know, we, we commit sins, we go to confession, we're absolved, we move on. You know, we, we, we don't want to beat ourselves up unnecessarily or, you know, carry this guilt in an unhealthy way. But to have, to have a healthy sense of sin the infinite offense against God that every sin is. You know, our Lord's agony in the garden reminds us of that. And we ask Our Lady, you know, the one through whom we proceed in these mysteries, the sinless, immaculate virgin, to help us more closely to imitate her sinless and perfect and divine son. We then go to the second sorrowful mystery, the scourging at the pillar, our Lord's precious body, the flesh, the human body that he took on is just mauled, right? Disfigured beyond recognition. I mean, he's, he's, he's just beaten to a pulp. You know, we, we think of all the sins of our flesh, you know, the easiest sins to fall into, right? Our human weakness. All the times in various ways we've misused, abused our bodies in, in whatever might have come our way. You know, uniting that to our Lord scourging at the pillar, when, when his perfect human body united to his divine person um, suffered so greatly, you know, that we might always honor our bodies as the temples of the Holy Spirit that they are, and that Our Lady, whose body is totally incorrupt, right, that never experienced the corruption of the tomb, that, that she might help us have that appreciation and respect for our bodies, and that we might, that it might never be a vehicle of sin for us. The third sorrowful mystery is the crowning with thorns. Our Lord's head pierced, pierced with, with those thorns, so sharp, 
You know, the head is, is the source of our thoughts, our ideas, you know, and how many times have we sinned in, in our thoughts and ideas, right? Letting our mind wander in various ways, um, perhaps entertaining thoughts against the faith or thoughts against others, whatever it might be, you know, we sometimes think of sin and just what we do and what we say, but, but our thoughts too, right? That I have sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do. It, it's a reminder to us that we want our, our thoughts, our mind always to be with God, thinking with God and, and giving ourselves entirely to him. Then our Lord takes up his cross, the fourth sorrowful mystery, the carrying of the cross, you know, how heavy that cross was, falling three times beneath it, needing the help of Simon of Cyrene to help him carry it. You know, after being scourged and crowned, gosh, he could probably barely take another step, and yet he kept going. You know, what a powerful example that is for us. Every one of us has our crosses, you know, but God always gives us the strength he really does to carry them. And, and, and if we carry them and embrace them, we, you know, when we fight against them, they just get heavier. When, when we embrace that cross and carry it with God and, and for him, knowing that he's right there with us, helping us every step along the way, that's when we have the strength to keep going and unite ourselves more closely to him. And finally, the crucifixion, right? That's where it all comes together. Our Lord paid the ultimate price, three hours on that cross, dying for you and me and all of us. He could not give anything more, right? He stretched out his arms and, and said, this is how much I love you. I mean, that's why we see the crucifix in every church, that reminder of a total gift of love. And he asks us to do the same. You know, can you, can you give your life for me the way I gave my life for you? That's what he wants. He's a jealous God. He wants all of us, not just an hour on Sunday, not just a few minutes in prayer each day. He wants us to give our entire selves to him, that everything we think and do and say is in his honor for his glory. And if we, if we can do that, if we can unite to him in his passion and death, then we will completely share in his resurrection. But that's for the next episode. 